All good, man. All good. Blockchain John here. Hey. <laughs> okay, so uh, over the weekend, I got awesome sales for my book, my NFT book on the Ravenous. So I'm kind of excited about that. I made some sales. That's always a good feeling, man, when you actually can sell some stuff over the weekend. Make a little bit of crypto, man. Not fiat, crypto. That's that's a, that's a good feeling, man. Good, good feeling. Oh, I also forgot to mention, and this was when we were doing the uh, last podcast. You remember uh, at the end, I was working on some code. Now, if you guys don't know yet, I'm not a coder, but I, I tinker with stuff, right? And uh, Jake was talking. He was having like this long conversation. I was trying to get this code out, right? I spent like no joke, like 10 hours on this thing just to get it executed. And it finally worked. It's like, yes. And I'm screaming at Jake. I'm like, it works. It freaking works. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, hey, man, we're going to let's go for like 10 hours, man. It freaking works. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like my trophy of, of the year so far just to make code work. I, I don't know. I geek out on that stuff. When, you know, my first code, no joke, was literally uh, making the, the, the Bitcoin QT work. And making a um, what did I have at the time? I had I had an ASIC. I forgot which one it was. It was one of the early ones back in the back in the days. But to make that ASIC work was a hassle because I knew absolutely nothing about coding, and I just kept following all these guidelines. And and a lot of them, unfortunately, were already old and outdated. And new programs came through, and I just kept trying to see. Back in the days, it's not as easy as it is now, where you can just literally plug and play. You know, you download you download a a software file and just let it run. Back in the days, that did not exist. You actually had to download a lot of code, and then you had to input even more code just to make it work. It was insane. Nowadays, yeah, yeah. So that that was my first time coding. So that was like my biggest trophy. I I, I won't ever forget how many days I spent trying to make that code work. Nowadays, when I look back at that code, I go, "Oh my god, that that is so simple, man. That's so simple."
quote of the day, okay, the quote of the day is going to be over that C3 Media General. So the quote of the day is, the more you dig deeper into crypto, the more you will discover you know little about so many things in life. Keep learning and never stop. Olawale Daniel. Yes, it should go directly to it, yep. Sure. Yeah. So this one's uh, so we're getting this news article from Decrypt.co, written by Sander Lutz. Italic and CZ have some thoughts on Terra's demise. And here's a very intimidating photo of Italic. Dun dun dun. In the aftermath of last week's historic collapse of Terra stablecoin UST, our native and native token Luna, crypto leaders have emerged to offer their perspectives, and they're not holding back. Vitalik Buterin, creator of Ethereum, critiqued the entire premise of USD, UST, citing it as, from inception, intentionally misleading and inherently flawed. "Quote: Algo stable has become a propaganda term serving to legitimize uncollateralized stables." By putting them in the same bucket as collateralized stables like Rai slash Dai, Buterin tweeted, yes. Don't forget that Dai is one of the first um, algo, algo stablecoins out there that was uh, first created on the um, Ethereum. Yeah, Dai was first before anything. Uh, yeah. So USD is, isn't backed by cash or assets like other leading stablecoins. Instead, an algorithm ties USD's value to Luna via a burning minting mechanism. And this same exact formula is what DAI does with uh, with um, Maker. With Maker, they do the same exact thing. It's by an algorithm. Um, previous, which is interesting that we we talk about this because uh, when I used to do here, I got to put this on video. When when I used to do, um, I think it was around 2014, 2015, when um, I was hosting crypto meetups here in the Bay Area. One of the developers came up and was one of my guest speakers, and he was talking about bringing a, a, this new thing, you know, algo, uh, algo stables to to uh, to Ethereum, and nobody comprehended what it was. Not even me. I was it was way over my head, right? But people were trying to understand, like, how does this work? How does an algorithm work with a coin to mint um, a, a a stable like fiat, a coin? Like you're pegging this to the dollar. 
but yet there's no money back in it. It's like, where are you getting your money? Well, the money is being injected by Ethereum in order to get the maker, then to get the die, and then you collateralize that, and then you mint this and da-da-da. It was bizarre at the time, right? But after some time, it went through, and man, and I didn't get into it, man. I should have got into it initially because if you look at maker nowadays on the market, it, I, at the time, it was just a few pennies. And now if you look at it, maker's way up there. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. All right. Uh, let's see. What was that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, wishful thinking. Within hours, uh, CZ, CEO of Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, said such a plan is dead on arrival. Sal, one to rarely comment on the operations of cryptocurrencies, traded on his company's platform, made an exception yesterday to tweet that forking Luna or splitting the blockchain to create a second version won't work. Forking does not give the new fork any value, Sal stated flatly. That's wishful thinking. And that's absolutely right. I mean, that's the biggest gamble you could ever do. Um, I, no, don't, don't do it. If that's even a thing, I didn't know that was going to be a thing that's being proposed. That should not be a proposal at all. That shouldn't even be considered. Fix what's broken. And if you can't, then let it die. Let, them, let the market naturally just, just kill it off and just move on forward with life. You know, but maybe there's just so many hands involved in it that they everybody wants to bring it back up. But currently, the way that the market is and how many um, tokens have been minted, seven trillion, that's gonna be very that's gonna be impossible for people to get their money back. It's, so, it's it it is what it is, man. At this point, yep.
Mm -hmm. Well. Well, let's see what Doquan's plans to do. So there's a proposal here from Crypto Potato uh, written by Andrew Thoravallis. Uh, so Doquan does have some proposals to revive the tarot ecosystem. Let's see what's said on here. This was written on the 13th of May. So Terra co-founder Doquan has unveiled a revival plan for the Terra community, which will involve abandoning the USD stablecoin entirely. Instead, he suggests that validators reset network ownership under a new token by forking the chain and distributing it to fairly compensate all damaged parties. I don't know about that. In a forum post on Friday, Quan argued that Terra has been diluted to such a degree that its joint ecosystem with Terra USD can no longer be rebuilt. Exactly what I've been saying. Even if UST's peg somehow recovers, which I it doesn't doesn't look like it, man. Uh, UST was the former third third largest stablecoin pegged to the US dollar, while Luna. So listen, the words can be tricky here. So people think that there is dollars pegged to this, or dollars backed to this coin. There is no dollars backing UST. Pegged to the dollar, which means that there is no money, but in order to get some sort of um, fiat value to that, just for us humans to be able to understand, instead of looking at a bunch of 0 uh, you know, units, we just see a dollar unit. That's easier for our human brains to comprehend instead of this mathematical long uh, number there. Uh, yeah, does that make sense? Did I say that right? Okay. So anyway, so the UST was a, was the former third largest stable coin pegged to the US dollar, while Luna was a governance token that provided support for UST pegs. And they each work hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Okay? Okay. Each coin has collapsed by 84% and 99% this week, respectively. The co-founder claims that the collapse had so thoroughly destroyed trust in UST that it can no longer serve as the decentralized money they hoped for. So here's a quote. While UST has been in the central narrative of Terra's growth story over the last year, the Terra ecosystem and its community is what is worth preserving, wrote Quan. I, I'm going to agree with him. I don't know if that's sincere, but I'm going to agree with him, man. You don't ever just want to rug pull your community. If your community has been there for an entire year supporting you, the least you can do is just take an extra step up and try to try to preserve your community and try to at least help them out and, and get them out of the holes that they're in. You know, for you, you got thousands, if not millions, of, no, I don't know about millions. You got you got so many people helping you out, helping supporting your community, your ecosystem, and making it grow. And then for this this crap to happen. It's like, oh, man. Well, I don't know. It is what it is, man. I'm just going to leave. Yeah, don't do that. If you're leading it, don't do that. But then again, what other choice do you have? Yeah. So. Right. So it says, therefore, the creator proposes fork in the chain. I don't know, man. And reset of the network ownership to just 1 billion tokens down from the the over 6 trillion Luna tokens currently in circulation. Specifically, 400 million of the Terra's forked tokens will be distribu distributed among prior Luna holders at the time of UST had first depegged this month. This will not include Terraform's lab. However, a quantum... So the, you know what this reminds me of exactly? So I was a part of this uh, Ethereum... Um, 
and it, this uh, the DAO, the DAO project. That's exactly what Vitalik Buterin did. He reversed the blockchain and basically gave, gave everybody. He time stamped what everybody had before this collapse, and gave everybody. Uh, Vitalik gave everyone's Ethereum back, the original holders of those of those coins. That wouldn't surprise me if that's what uh, Do Kwan's about to do right now. Uh, um, uh, another 400 million tokens will be shared with UST holders at the time of the upgrade to make them whole for the holding Terra's debt. Next 100 million will go to Luna's last holders before the ch uh, before the Terra chain was halted, with the final 10% dedicated to the community pool. I don't know, man. The, the, the thing is, if you're going to do it, you better do it. You should You should have done it by now like you should not start the the chain back up and from what i understand the chain is is going again right the chain is already running again validators have already been processing transactions people have already been you know uh uh buying the dip per se and coming up forty thousand percent they're gonna be pretty pissed off these wells are gonna be pretty pissed off that they're gonna reverse the chain and pretty much say hey your money is not has no value you know your your your, your, your current holdings have no value that's that's there's there's no win-win out of this dude there's no win-win it's gonna hurt ah man this is this is frustrating dude i don't know what to do i don't know i'm, I'm not ah ah let's move on to chile Well, of course, a central bank is going to be optimistic about it. Of course, why wouldn't they be? They they're, they're going to be the key holders of it all. Nacho, nacho. I, I tweeted this out. Nacho, nacho keys, nacho coins. <laughs> oh god! Didn't think about that. So, 
China China is doing the same thing. China has their own CBDC, the E the E Yuan, um, and they ban Bitcoin, and pretty much they're they're giving they're giving they so in a way they're kind of giving the 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 CBDC to the people to t to beta test it out right now and. That's what a lot of countries are going to do. That's what that's what my fear is that the creation of CBDCs is going to ultimately centralize all these banks to have more and more power. That's that's absolutely scary. That's terrifying to know that now they know exactly what transactions I'm making, what transactions I can make influence me, my family, my gen my friends and generations down the road of what they can purchase what it's crazy. So, well, not not only not only not only that. I mean, there's people protesting over at the what is it, the Canadian border? Visa and PayPal stopped any transactions anybody that was out there they weren't allowed to make any transactions people wanted to fill up on gas to get home or cross the border or whatever it's like no you were there you you do not have permissions that's exactly what the cbdc is going to do times 10. I don't know. This brings this brings scarcity to it, right? Well, it, it, are they gonna? Uh, you know, I already forgot, but is Ethereum gonna put a cap when they fork to POS? Okay, I already forgot. I, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, that's okay. That makes sense because I did see something about that. I just didn't read into it, but go ahead. Oh, El Salvador. That's right. That's right. We do have one more. Uh, this one's uh, off of Decrypt.co, written by Jason Nelson. El Salvador's Bitcoin bet is down bad. $37 million in the hole. Is it really? Is it really? Let me ask you. Is one Bitcoin still worth one Bitcoin? All right. Exactly. So El Salvador's Bitcoin does bet doesn't appear to be paying off. The value of 2,301 Bitcoin purchased by the Latin America country has now fallen by $37 million at the price of, of Bitcoin's dropped to its lowest point since December 2020. President Nayib Bukele has spent a total of $103 million on Bitcoin, according to data compiled by Bloomberg. After El Salvador made the cryptocurrency legal tender last year, 
Currently, El Salvador's Bitcoin treasury has value of $65.6 million. Seemingly undeterred by the latest market crash, Bukele on May 9th announced that he had purchased another 500 BTC, tweeting that El Salvador was buying the dip. The purchase, which was worth roughly $15.3 million at the time, is now worth $14.1 million. I mean, we, we everybody in the world just got got hammered by this by this market by by the uh, 2022 crypto winter. A lot of people see that's another thing I, I want to mention this before I move on. I'll, I'll talk continue talking about this. There was a lot of people if, if, on Twitter that were that were basically making their confession that they're ready to to to, to harm themselves. Seriously, because because they invested 100% of the bag. Jake keeps telling you guys, stop doing that, dude. Only invest what you're willing to lose. People out there on Twitter are literally trying to harm themselves. If you got issues, there's people you probably need to be talking to. Seriously, like not social media. Social media is not the place to be talking about this. If you got issues going on, you need to talk to professionals. Seriously, that this is not a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Now you know more coin. Two more Satoshis before we wrap it up. Um, I'm going to say in regards to this last article from El Salvador, I think what the president should do, and this is just my two Satoshis. I'm sure there's a lot of more uh, deeper economics that I don't even know about. But just two Satoshis, just from that, just pull that out of thin air. I think that anybody that was doing creating any transactions um, with Bitcoin that has a Bitcoin wallet, that's in Salvador, El Salvadorian uh, residents, with say for example the chivo wallet because they uh, the government can track which uh who's been creating transactions on the chivo wallet they can easily access that data what they should do is give a stimulus package to anybody that has that wallet because right now if they're in the hole that means that the nation the citizens not just the government the citizens themselves that have been trying to support the adoption of bitcoin in the nation they are hurting as well that's millions of people they need to be taken care of and so the government should step up and said hey you know what thank you for uh helping support the uh helping support this new adoption of, of bitcoin we're going to give you a stimulus package to ho hopefully hold you down for the next month until until the price of bitcoin goes back up um, that's it all right Adiós.